0: Now it's time for inspirational women and my two guests both on the subject of Give Big 2019. We're going to meet Nancy Long in just a moment and then following Nancy will be Claire Petersky, Executive Director of Wallingford Senior Community Center, one of the 1500 plus organizations that benefits from our donations to Give Big, and we'll meet her in about 15 minutes. Nancy Long, is the executive director of 501 Commons, the new owner of Give Big, and the best way to get the big picture is to simply meet Nancy and have her share the important stories. Nancy Long, good morning. It is so wonderful to have you join us this morning. I'm glad to be with you, Kate. And good morning, it's- everyone. Yes, uh, great, good morning, and we're looking forward to something so great coming up uh, here in the very near future, specifically on Wednesday, May the 8th, that is Give Big, and this is somewhat of a new venture for you. Being involved as the platform this year is a big venture, but Give Big, of course, is not new, and I don't think your involvement is new either, right?
1: Right. Right. So, uh, yes, we transitioned Give Big from its sponsorship under Seattle Foundation to my organization, 501 Commons, this year, but Give Big was started by Seattle Foundation in 2011, and we've been involved each year in encouraging nonprofits to participate and helping them kind of strategize how to participate so our involvement is not new, but at a new level.
0: And that new level really has some exciting aspects to it. Quite a big expansion, I think, with our state.
1: Yeah, so several things have happened. One is that the technology platform that we're using has continued to evolve uh, and develop over the time that Seattle Foundation started uh, using them. It's an organization called Civic Corps out of Denver, And they do giving days all over the country. And there are a couple of things that are new this year because of the technology platform itself. So it's possible this year for companies to create pages that allow them to encourage their employees to participate in Give Big. And a lot of companies are very interested in helping their employees be engaged in the community and contribute and feel a part of the community, especially if they've got employees who are new to the area. So companies can create pages to do that and easily administer match if they match their employees' donations. So that's one thing that's new this year. The other thing is that it is now possible for individuals to create a fundraising page where they can raise money for a cause that they care about, an organization that they care about. And it's just very easy to hop on the website and create a page for yourself that says, I believe in this nonprofit or I've benefited from this nonprofit or love what this nonprofit does and join me in donating money to the nonprofit and a fundraiser can choose to,
2: you
1: know, match donations up to a certain amount or do whatever they want to encourage donations. They could promise to climb a mountain or shave their beard or grow a beard or throw a party for everybody that gives or whatever they want to do. But it's a fun peer to peer person to person connection that people can create and get involved much more directly in fundraising than has been possible in the past.
0: That is a very exciting component to offer that to individuals, to any of us who do have a passion. I mean, we have a passion for so many organizations, and to be able to really get that kind of a focus on it is very exciting. So that we have that available, was there some sort of an impetus from within or other people giving feedback?
1: Well, what we've been seeing across the country is that increasingly uh, giving online is important to people of all ages as a convenience. It's kind of nice to be able to think things through and make a donation online in a way where you can gather whatever information you feel like you want to have before you make a donation. And it's obviously just very, very convenient, very easy to do. You don't have to get out a checkbook, which for a lot of people is not something that's close at hand. And so online giving in general has been rising in popularity with donors. But this peer-to-peer methodology, I think, is part of our kind of increasingly connected social world where people draw a lot of inspiration for how they contribute to the community, how they get involved as a donor, as a volunteer, from the people that they know and the people around them. So it allows us to be Influencers of others and inspirers of others by sharing what we're doing and what we care about with other people, and that could be, you know, it could be sharing your the picture of your cat that tells you tells people that you uh, are enjoying your cat, but it could also be sharing a image of a uh, and information about an organization that is in some way changing. Our community for the better that a person cares about too. So it's just an extension, I think, of the the way that we're increasingly living our lives with a connection online, but a connection really of people to people, and that's what peer to peer fundraising is built around. So now that we have the capability of doing that, we're really encouraging people to create their own fundraising page and to you share that out through social media or through email. Email is great way to share information and encourage their friends, family, and colleagues to get involved with them. And, you know, we give to causes we care about, but we also give to people we care about. So when a person we admire or love uh, gets involved in something, we tend to rise to the occasion to support them and their endeavor. So it has been proven to raise a lot more money uh, for organizations when you have that personal involvement and personal engagement
0: oh, I am loving this. This is so great. And Nancy, is this something that we would be setting up ahead of time and with the focus of let's make May 8th, Give Big Day, that much more powerful?
1: Yes, yeah, so people can shut up those pages. Right now there's instructions on the website, which is givebig2019.org, so real easy, givebig2019.org, all one word, So there's instructions on the website about how to do that now, so people can do it now. Tomorrow, early giving opens, and so as of tomorrow, people will be on the platform scheduling gifts, and then people can create giving pages all the way up to May 5th. The pages do have to be approved by the nonprofit that they're raising money for, and it does have to be a tax-exempt organization that they're uh, raising money for. It can't be for a person or a cause that is not tied to a tax-exempt organization, but any time between this minute and uh, the end of the day on um, midnight on May 5th, a fundraising page can be created, and it'll be published, you know, soon within a couple of days after it's created, and then obviously be available on May 8th. But it's great if people do it sooner because there will be visitors to the website during what is called the early giving period that opens tomorrow that allows people to schedule their gifts in case they don't want the hassle of remembering May 8th as a, as a giving day.
0: Right, exactly. So that is truly such a, an exciting new component of what's going on. And then there's been another change and an, an expansion, hasn't there been?
1: Well, in- we've also broadened the participation to being statewide, So there are organizations throughout the state that can benefit from Give Big. And we've also broadened so that uh, some different types of organizations that previously couldn't participate are able to participate. And that includes global organizations that aren't actually providing services in our state, but are headquartered in our state and driven, you know, through the people of our state. And we're allowing those organizations to participate Also, organizations that do advocacy on behalf of causes, which are just a particular kind of tax-exempt nonprofit that previously weren't participating, but a lot of people are very interested in uh, supporting organizations that are doing work to change public policy or to influence public thinking in an effort to influence public policy. And so that's an option that we're now making available to donors as well. Now, our strategy is we believe that we all, as people, rise when nonprofits thrive, our community gets better and stronger when our nonprofits are doing well, because we assign so many responsibilities to nonprofits in our society. We're unlike countries where a lot of things are carried out by government. In our country, those things are carried out by nonprofits. In the same way that we're a country that is very enterprising when it comes to business, for-profit for ventures and people create small businesses and create new products at a fast clip in our country. We also do that with nonprofits. We're very creative. When there's a problem, a group of people get together to solve that problem, whether it's in their neighborhood or in their state or uh, across the globe. And that enterprising spirit that is part of the American spirit, you can see when you go to GiveBig2019.org and you just see this amazing array 1,500 organizations with their different missions and their different ways of accomplishing their impact through a wide variety of issues and a wide variety of ways that they work.
0: And that is what is so great about Give Big. We know that there is this part of us that really loves to be generous and to support our fellow collaborators here in the city, on the planet. And then with 1,500 organizations, we're sure to find one that we already are very connected to, but maybe another. We want to kind of expand our horizons and we have that option so easily.
1: Yeah, most people give to multiple organizations, and that's one of the things that makes this such a great experience for donors. And so donors can go on. They may know that there's a particular organization they care about, but they can search by cause and find an organization in another area or another organization that works in the cause that they originally donated to. And there's an opportunity to really discover and find out you know, sort of what is most meaningful to you. There's a quote that I absolutely love from the author Meg Wheatley, who says, there's no power for change greater than a community discovering what it cares about. And there's no better definition of give big than that this is a chance for us to discover what we care about. And what we care about gets sustained. And what we ignore or don't care about or don't provide our personal support for does not get sustained. And You know, in America, the vast majority of donations to nonprofits are from individuals. About 80% of contributions come from individuals. So people are thinking, oh, that's a big problem. I'm sure the government is solving it. Or that's a big problem, so I'm sure the foundations are solving it. That really generally is not true. We have to solve problems ourselves. We have to keep arts and parks and beautiful spaces going in our community Ourselves, We have to see that our neighbors are cared for ourselves. Responsibility really lies with individuals. And the added benefit is people feel good when they give. You know, people feel buoyed up and encouraged and more hopeful because giving really is an act of kindness. And we all feel better when we have accomplished some act of kindness.
0: Indeed. I know that uh, over the years, I really look forward to Give Big. Not that I can't or don't give during the rest of the year, but there's some kind of an energy about Mm -hmm. Give Big that we're all rallying together and we really want to make a huge difference in our community and now across the state and it
1: ripples out further. Yes, and I think one of the major ways people can do that is it's good to give personally, but also to share that giving, you know, to share that you've made a gift to an organization or share an organization that you've learned about or just, you know, have a conversation with friends, with family, with colleagues that says, hey, did you know GiveVic is coming up? Because while we have some advertising support. We have wonderful support from radio stations like yourself and from King 5 and from Seattle Times and other ways to get the word out. The most powerful way to get the word out is people talking to each other. And, you know, there's always something to complain about. There's always some bad news to share, but this is a time when we get to share some good news and we get to encourage one another and kind of inspire one another. So I really encourage people to not only get involved yourself, but Go that next step and share your involvement, share the cause that you cared about, that you gave to, and share Give Big with others.
0: Absolutely. Let's mention the website once again. Another thing to make sure we all share with each other.
1: Yes. So it's givebig2019.org, and you can see nearly 1,500 organizations on that site, So it'll brighten up your day to even go there and visit the site. We hope you're encouraged to be extra generous and make several gifts to nonprofits that you care about.
0: Absolutely. And you've certainly been so inspiring, Nancy, to give us the bigger picture of it. And I think that, again, is the impetus. And we're all going to open up our hearts and get in there and donate in a big way.
1: Great. I encourage everybody to do so and and have fun doing it.
0: Indeed. Well, thank you so greatly for taking time to give us these insights, Nancy. It's been really terrific. Thank you. Nancy Long has given us such a great overview. And now we're going to get into a specific. We'll meet Claire Petersky, the Executive Director of Wallingford Senior Community Centre, and see how these dollars really can make a big difference. Big difference to an individual small organization. Claire Peterski, good morning. It is so great to welcome you here this morning. Good morning. And it's obvious from your title, Executive Director, Wallingford Senior Community Center, that we are talking about seniors, but I'm getting a sense that that conventional idea of what a senior center is, is not quite what we are looking at these days.
2: You know, you're so right. First of all, one of the things that when people hear the word um, senior, they think of somebody who's 15 years older than they are, no matter how old you are. (laughs) And um, one of the things that for somebody like me, I'm in my 50s, I would be welcome as an older adult at the Wallingford Community Senior Center. But, you know, people in their 50s, 60s, 70s and on up. So that's one part of it. I think also people have this idea that all we do is do things like play bridge and mahjong, which is also true. We do offer those kinds of things. I think a more modern view of the senior center is that we also engage adults in activities like, let's say, fitness classes and Tai Chi. We do that as well. But I think even more modern view, the latest thing is that senior centers are much more engaged in providing social services for older adults as well. So we have a social worker named Denise Malm who's just fabulous. And she's supported with the social workers that are sometimes MSWs or Bachelor of Social Work students that are out there in the community helping seniors become connected to services and get the help that they need.
0: And of course, this the senior population is growing because mm-hmm. baby boomers are aging, so that in itself is part of it. But do you find that you have more people seeking services or coming to you these days?
2: Absolutely. One of the things that older adults, well, all of us are facing in King County is the rise of the cost of living, the rise of particularly of housing. And it's good for some folks because if you own your own home, now your home is worth more. But for those that are renting, they're often in crisis. We have right now eight people in their 70s and 80s who have been longtime residents of North Seattle who are wondering what they're going to do. They've lived in the neighborhood sometimes as long as four decades. And either they've been, their rents have gone up, the skyrocketed rents, or their home is going to be torn down. The building that they've lived in for a long time is going to be replaced with something bigger and better. And they are really at sixes and sevens. What am I going to do? So we have advocated for these folks and also provide services for them to help them find housing. There's a woman right now who's 84 years old. Imagine being 84 and finding out you just can't afford to live anymore. You're on a fixed income in your apartment. And she came to us really rather late because she was in denial about this. Surely something would work out. It didn't. She was really close to eviction. And now what? Does she put all her stuff into storage and couch surf at age 84 with your Mm -hmm. friends? That sounds okay maybe if you're 24, but at 84, it's a real crisis. So that's some of the issues that we're dealing with at the senior center. I just talked a little bit about renters, but also homeowners. We've seen our property taxes go up tremendously. So connecting people to resources like the property tax uh, relief that's available in our county has been tremendously helpful for our homeowners as well.
0: Which is great because I would fear that someone would say, well, you've got a house, sell it, you're going to have the income, but that feels so flippant. This is their home, their investment of themselves for all these decades.
2: And really, for so many seniors, they look at their home as being the only way they're going to be able to pay for long-term care. It's basically like their long-term care insurance. They know that if they need that kind of help to go into, let's say, an assisted living facility, which is also not cheap, they would need to sell their home and be able – that would be their resource to be able to pay for that and take care of them to the end of their life. So just to flippantly say, well, just sell it is not necessarily either financially or or emotionally – a solution.
0: Yes, both of those. And really the emotional, we mm-hmm. can't discount that mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Right. So here we get a picture. Thank you for really painting that so clearly for us, Claire. Mm-hmm. And with Wallingford Senior Center, you are involved in a Project Share.
2: Yes. So under Project Share, we partnered with Pike Market Senior Center, which really has a great specialty in working specifically with homeless older adults and our staff became more educated about how to work with the homeless that end up at the senior center there's folks that are chronically homeless who come in and they get a free cup of coffee and a nice warm place to sit and we welcome these folks but there's also ch- some challenges with that population so learning how to better respond to those seniors that are homeless and then taking that knowledge out into the other senior centers in the community is what we've done under project share so we received some funding for the united way of king county to do this and we've worked now with senior centers again throughout King County to make sure that they have the resources that they need when a homeless older adult comes to their senior center and respond to them appropriately.
0: That feels so honoring mm-hmm. of the individual. That's really at the base of it, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Absolutely. And so here we are, we're together today yes. with the opportunity to talk about Give Big. So you've given us a good view of what the situation is where seniors are concerned uh, on a couple of different platforms. How does Give Big play into this?
2: Give Big is really great for a small nonprofit like the Wallingford Community Senior Center. Larger nonprofits may have uh, fund development staff, like several people who raise money for that nonprofit organization. For a small senior center like us, any small nonprofit, we don't have somebody whose job it is to raise money. It's taken a little bit out of my job as a director, out of our operations manager. I mean, everybody puts a little bit of time into it, but there's no dedicated fundraising staff. And what Give Big gives us is this great platform to be able to just somebody else who's much more professional, who has their whole career dedicated towards it, A whole team of people like this have put together this program and we can just hop on board. We would never be able to, let's say, get the Seattle Sounders engaged in our organization, but through Give Big, we can. And that's so exciting for us. There's gonna be a wave of generosity that's just gonna come through our community coming up and we get to surf that wave. And it's so exciting for us to be able to engage those people that support older adults, support the Senior Center, support our mission and engage those people and have them support the great work that we're doing in the community. It's very exciting for us.
0: So you have been involved. You've been part of Give Big for at least several years, I would Absolutely.
2: imagine. The Wallingford Community Senior Center has been engaged in, in Give Big. It is our big online giving day. We don't participate. I think there's something called Giving Tuesday that's in December. I mean, we obviously do some end-of-the-year fundraising. There's no question about it when it comes to online giving. Give Big is where we make our big push. So it is critical to meeting our mission and being able to provide the services that we do in the community.
0: I'm so happy that you are here representing Wallingford Senior Community Center because it really is giving us that view of where there is such a big need That we might just gloss over, just might not have any connection with. And here, obviously, the need is so great, Mm -hmm. and you're shining that spotlight on it for us.
2: Yes, and I think that if you are somebody also who's listening to this who's concerned about older adults, as you may remember your parents or your grandparents or just generally you think of an older adult in your community, take a look when you go to Give Big and see if there's a nonprofit senior center that's participating. You might be living in southeast Seattle or... In Federal Way, both of those senior centers are engaged in Give Big, North Shore up in Bothell is. I mean, there's a whole bunch of us out there that are using Give Big to help raise money for services for older adults.
0: And as you said, there's just such a great need for that service mm-hmm. because you have staff that is there to help seniors who are coming to you, particularly those, uh, you know, it's heartbreaking to think of people having to lose their home being, you know, pushed out of an apartment to find ways to get them into some kind of housing.
2: Absolutely. And I think another thing that we can do with the funding that we get through Give Big, when we ask people for contributions, we can put that money to where the need is the most in our particular community. So, If you're in a more rural area, I'm thinking of, let's say, the Vashon Senior Center, you may have older adults that are really isolated that nobody even may even know, lives, let's say, in a double wide in the woods, and having the resources to be able to reach out to these kind of isolated seniors and be able to find them and bring them into your senior center where then they can make the social connections that they need and access the services that they need. It's just, it's almost miraculous.
0: And one of the issues that we're facing in our community, it's not just downtown Seattle, but it is in a lot of neighborhoods, is the homelessness that's occurring.
2: Yes. And that's, again, something that when we have a kind of contributions through something like Give Big, where everybody works together together, as a community we all say yes we want to give i really encourage folks to think about what are the things that really mean the most to you where does your heart lie and take a look at how you can contribute to those nonprofit organizations that are really doing such great work in the community for us advocating on the behalf of older adults so often those that are kind of ignored in our society i think particularly older women are as they age they are almost invisible. And because of ageism and because of sexism, we don't see their struggles. They may be in that urban apartment going, I don't know how I'm going to make my rent the next month. What am I going to do on my fixed income? They may be in, as I said, that double wide out in the woods somewhere where their husband has died and they're living out there as a widow and they lost their mobility. They can all, I mean, these are people that are, I think, invisible and they're really struggling, and I know that at least at the Wallingford Community Senior Center and many of the senior centers in the community, we're doing our best to provide services for them.
0: And so here with Give Big, Mm-hmm. We have that opportunity. We've now hear about the story of the Wallingford Senior Community Center, and one of many, but very specifically, your needs keep growing. This is a great opportunity to have highlighted this and invite people to come to the website, which is
2: we're at Wallingford Seniors, with an s on the n dot org. Um, I encourage you to take a look, especially if you're living in North Seattle. Uh, There's only three senior centers north of the Ship Canal and we're one of them. Even though I understand the majority of seniors in Seattle live north of the Ship Canal, we only have a few senior centers to provide those services. So take a look at WallingfordSeniors.org and see if there's programming that you might be interested in. One of the things, for example, we do is we provide a workshop on personal safety nets. So if you aren't sure who would take you home from a medical procedure or who would help you if you had your knee replaced, I would encourage you to do a workshop on personal safety nets to help you build who it is that could help you and identify those people if you needed that kind of help. One of the things that's happened out of our personal safety net workshops is some of the participants have decided to form their own safety net together. So even though the workshop is over, they've now continued to meet and figure out, okay, How are we going to do this and help each other as we age? So that might be something you might be interested in. We have a program called LIFE, which stands for Living in Female Experience. I think that's right. Uh, Somebody described it to me as an old-fashioned consciousness-raising session updated for the Me Too era. So we look at our own lives as older women. We look at what's happening in current events and make that nexus between the personal and the political and get some insight uh, into what's happening in our society and what's happening for ourselves. So
0: incredible, Claire. Again, getting this bigger picture of what is going on, really the important pieces of our lives. It's mm-hmm. not just sipping tea and, and playing bridge kind of thing.
2: Although bridge is also really <laughs> yeah. big at, the, at Wallingford. You know, we offer you know social bridge, We have Contract Bridge, which I've learned is dead silent and dead serious. Or we also have Rainbow Bridge offered through Mature Friends so that you can find a variety of different ways to enjoy bridge, which is one of those kind of stereotypical things that happen at the Senior Center, too.
0: Well, thank you so greatly for painting this beautiful picture. Mm -hmm. Tough picture, Mm. but a way that we can all participate, Give Big being the major thing we're focusing on right Mm -hmm. now and making it count and really making a difference in so many lives here in our Puget Sound area.
2: Yes. It's a great opportunity for us as a nonprofit organization and for small nonprofit organizations like ours and really for the entire charitable, philanthropic, nonprofit community throughout the Puget Sound area.
0: Yes. A chance for all of us to pull together give together and then it really grows big
2: yes absolutely it is a huge part of how we understand our financial picture keep our organization healthy and strong and true for so many other nonprofits in our community
0: well claire peterski i am so grateful that you do the work that you do you are certainly passionate about it Thank you for taking time with us today.
2: Thank you for the opportunity to talk about Give Big and about the organization Wongford Community Senior Center.
0: And with that, we're at the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Claire Petersky and Nancy Long and Sunday Morning Magazine with Luke Miner and Jackie Ferrado, with Washington College Savings Plans. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I so greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you would like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warn1069.com, and I will get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our warm 106.9 webpage, click on the on-air tab, then Sunday mornings, and then look for the show and guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of financial talk, planning and strategy, time well spent. Have a week of the same.